0: Okay, so there's a video that accompanies this video. Sorry, no, there's not. There's a video that accompanies this podcast. So you don't need to see it. But if you're in podcast land, check out the Off The Lead Facebook page and give it a like while you're there. And then it's just Off The Lead on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's Off The Lead official um, because some prick has Off The Lead, some dog-walking bitch. But anyway, so the video is a video of a flock of geese that's taken from my kitchen and it's only, it's not the field behind my house and possibly not the one behind that, but you know, two or three fields away uh they're there most years not in that particular field but not too far from where i live only a couple of miles down the road there's what's called tailings pond and the tailings pond is a huge big man-made lake it's part of uh tarra mines Tara mines deserve their own podcast as well that's a huge big sleeping giant in ireland or not in ireland in, in navan particularly in ireland as well it's one of the biggest zinc mines in the world i think certainly in europe Anyway, this isn't about tar mines or mining or lakes. But anyway, these geese, I don't know where they come from. I must actually look into it, but they're presumably migratory birds. They presumably fly south from further north. They're not here every year, but they're often here. I remember them from being a kid, and they were here, was it the year before last? Okay, so I also do a good bit of cross-country running. Haven't done it now in a year or two. Um, not since I saw the geese last, as it happens, but anyway... I must get back into the off-road running because the geese are back. So, I had a brainwave. What if I was to put a stalk on one? Okay, Bear Grill style. What if I was to get close enough to one of them, or to the fucking flock of them, that I could realistically make a dash for one, grab it, and wring its neck? How fucking cool would it be to have wild goose that you caught and killed yourself and Defeathered or plucked or whatever the fuck it's called and gutted and baked and like how fucking cool would that be? So there's me thinking, I have the camo. These fucking things are less than a kilometre from my house. Why not? Get downwind of them and just inch closer and closer to them and just see how, for start off, just see how close you could get to the fucking things. Not to mention maybe camping out, knowing maybe where they tend to be setting up a tent and, you know, putting on the fucking pot of coffee and bringing a day's worth of food and just for the experience of it. How fucking cool would that be? And obviously, you know, record the whole thing or maybe record a podcast or two while you're in it. Like, just the best idea ever, okay? The best idea ever. But before I committed to it, I did a certain amount of research. Like, I wanted to know, first and foremost, you know, could what went into... uh, plucking this thing? What went into gutting it? What went into preparing it? What went into cooking it? Um, maybe, you know, for all I knew, maybe they're riddled with disease or fleas or ticks or God knows what else, or, you know, maybe they're inedible or, I don't don't know. So I went about Googling it and to cut a long story short, I very, very, very nearly fed my family swan for Christmas dinner. Fucking swans. By the fucking dozen. There must be 50 of them out in that fucking field. Who ever heard of swans in groups of 50? What the fuck? Like, I always had it in my head. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I've gone fucking mad. But I always thought that swans were these fucking regal cunts out in lakes. You'd see them in pairs. If a lake was big enough, you might have a couple of mating pairs and a handful of cygnets thrown in. But fucking 50 of them in the one field? Geese. Surely. Surely. But no. Alas. Fucking hooper swans are called. Noisy bastards too noise and ah, ah, ah. <laughs> they fly over the house at all hours and you fucking you wouldn't know what was coming around the corner ah, ah. but yeah fucking hooper swans or as they're all as they're otherwise known the common swan who the fuck ever heard of a swan in groups of fucking 50 odd madness anyway Getting away from swans and moving towards pigs. There's a guy, his name's Peter Whelan. I've yet to contact him now, but he's a free-range pig farmer. And I didn't realise until I looked him up before I started recording this. He's actually a lot closer to me than I thought. He's based just outside of Slane, which is, you know, a 10-minute drive from where I live, less. And he's a free-range pig farmer. And I don't know what separates him from other free-range pig farmers. Maybe he's just a free-range pig farmer. Anyway, I digress. The difference between him and a typical pig farmer. A typical pig farmer will have sheds wedged full, packed to the fucking gills of pigs, and they're fed grain and whatever else. I don't, don't even know what they're fed, but you know they're they're fed on almost like a conveyor belt type system. They're they're tightly packed into pens, it's just bog standard factory farming, that's all it is, but a free range pig farmer, and Peter Whelan in particular, because I don't know about other guys, but what Peter Whelan's setup is, is he has so many acres, I don't know what it is, of kind of wild scrubland, so it's kind of woods, and presumably the land's not fertile enough to to grow crops on it, like, uh, like we usually would, Or to have cattle on it. So it's just scrubland. It's, you know, bushes and shrubs and there's not a whole pile there. But it's a fucking pig's paradise. So my understanding of what he does is the pigs live essentially wild. Now there's obviously a fence all the way around his whatever odd acre plot. And they live there, happy out. He rounds them up once a week and picks the two that go for slaughter. He says it's the worst day of the week for, for him, which I can well imagine. And I've actually seen video footage he's done. If you look up theholehogs.com, so the whole H, sorry, the whole W H O L E and then hogs, hogg dot com, you check it out. There's a couple of videos where he's been interviewed by people, and there's a couple of people who've gone to his farm and interviewed him. And like, when he's talking about the pigs, you can fucking see they're practically like his children, and he doesn't really like talking about the day that two goes into the back of the goes into the back of the trailer. They get brought to a slaughterhouse. You know, a lot of farmers will say, a lot of livestock farmers will say that their cattle or sheep or whatever it is are well looked after, that they just have one bad day. You now, that's for cows grazing in fields and sheep grazing in field. It's not factory farming, like the way pigs are wedged into sheds. But anyway, comes across as a 100% real decent fella. And he's just doing his bit and he knows the type of farming that he does isn't going to revolutionise the way we eat, but he's doing a hell of a lot more than most. And I, for one, I don't even buy his fucking meat. So here I am talking about him and promoting him, and I don't even buy his fucking produce. But anyway, I digress. What got me talking about this guy was the idea of hunting a goose. Now, what I love about what he does is an idea that's been kind of percolating in my head. It's been rattling around now for a couple of years since I thought about it. And I basically just have to fucking bite the bullet and commit to it. And talking about it publicly like this now is a big step towards committing to it. So what I like the idea of is for me to get proficient with either a rifle or preferably a bow and arrow. Now, if you hear bow and arrow and you just laughed out loud, I'm not talking about some fucking stick with a bit of twine and a sharp pointy stick in it i'm talking about a 40 pound compound bow that would fire an arrow straight through you and the four people standing behind you these things they don't travel like bullets but they may as fucking well because an arrow is a hell of a lot bigger than a bullet these things just go ping straight through animals straight through them you obviously have to know where to place it you're aiming for the heart or the lungs i'm not going to get into the detail of it I've been listening to Mr. Rogan for a fucking, I don't know, the best part of a decade, and everything that I know about archery, I've learned from him. But the idea being, I either pick the bow and arrow or a rifle. I would lean towards the bow and arrow, being honest. A, because it's fucking harder. I think anyone with 15 minutes... Uh, proper instruction, or maybe not 15 minutes, but if you've got an hour's proper instruction with a rifle, you'd probably be well fit to kill anything at 100 yards. Now, you're going to have to get a hell of a lot closer with a bow and arrow, but that's the whole point of it. Anyway, what I the idea, again, is to approach Mr. Whelan, explain to him that I'm... would like to position myself as an ethical hunter, buy the pig off him in advance, Go to his land as if I was hunting a, a wild animal, essentially, because it's as close as to, it's as close to a wild hunt as you're likely to ever get. To kill the animal, put the stock on, get close enough, make sure you have a safe shot, kill the animal, and then with the help of a butcher, butcher the animal myself, and with the help of possibly Peter Whelan or whoever. I might, I might get a couple of people involved in this, as many as possible, because I just, I like the idea of documenting it as well. Maybe it's just something I'll do once. Maybe it'll fucking turn my stomach. Maybe I'll get to the point where I have to fucking pull the trigger or let the fucking arrow go and I won't be able to do it for whatever reason. Now, there's no part of me that... There's no part of me that enjoys the idea of killing an animal, whether it's wringing a goose's neck, shooting a pig, or firing an arrow through a pig. None of those things appeal to me. But they appeal to me more than just continuing with buying factory farm meat from the supermarket, which I currently do and have always done. Now, my meat consumption has gone down a lot. I'm, I'm eating less and less meat all the time. But still, I, I like the idea of continuing to eat meat, but eating it from a better source. I have this mantra that I've probably mentioned before. I like the idea of promoting an alternative as opposed to giving out yards about the problem. So promote the alternative, not the problem, basically. So, yeah, check out the video. I'm off the lead on Facebook, give it a like. I'm off the lead official on Instagram, give it a like, or a follow, or a share, or a comment, or any of that crack. You want to contact me directly? I'm off the lead at gmail.com will get me. And I'll chat to you tomorrow.